What it is, everyone, is the good sisters, Dorian Black. And Ari Hart. And yes, the girls are back. As Miss Hart let y'all know last week, we are going to be recording and dropping on Thursdays now. Yes. Yes, because I know y'all was like, these bitches is inconsistent. Like, yeah. where's the episodes? Like, where y'all at? Where's the posting? Like, right, like. But we are very sorry yeah. just with life, work, getting at the, getting the best of us. I know mm-hmm. me for sure. We're going to yeah. be dropping on Thursdays. Yeah, it's hard, you know. When you get big girl jobs, mm. trying to like just have your schedules and stuff, you know, people's just schedules are different. So, mm-hmm. but we're adjusting. So we're hopefully this new adjustment will work. Yes. So that's the hopes. Fingers crossed. Yes. But you know, we always got y'all best interests. We be thinking about y'all. Yeah. But you know, what we're going to do best jump until all right, what the hell happened? How was your week? Um, my week so far has been pretty good. Um, I'm just ready for like Thanksgiving break just to get a time to like recuperate and really relax, um, and get myself together. Like I mentioned last episode and I think even the episode before that, you know, work has become a little stressful for me due to some unprofessionalism and people just not valuing their expectations at work Mm -hmm. has been very, um, irritating and since the last episode things have actually escalated in this situation so hopefully the meeting that we have tomorrow can simmer some of it but i can already feel that it's definitely going to get heated in this meeting that i have to have at work tomorrow um what else yeah just chilling um also last episode too i told you guys like i was in a circumstance and it turned out fine thank god um, but yeah, it's just, Ari will be not participating in that risky behavior moving forward. So are you going to tell us what the risky behavior is? Okay. So I think I could go into detail more because Ooh, it's not actually, you know, happening to me. So I was dealing with someone mm-hmm. and I kind of found out that they were messing with a plethora of women And one of the women that they were messing with had reached out to me and told me that this person was sleeping with prostitutes. So that really made me upset and scared. Like, I don't, I didn't care that he was messing with people. It was the fact that you possibly are having sex with people who aren't on top of their, like, physical health. I mean, prostitutes, Mm -hmm. I automatically think, like, the worst STD in the world, which is HIV. Mm-hmm. So for like the last fucking month, I thought I had HIV, right? And I'm telling my friend, uh, Sherrod about it. He's like, well, I think you're being a bit dramatic. Don't you remember when you were in college and you thought you had HIV and you made a whole thing about it and mm-hmm. you didn't have it, which was true. And Dory actually had went to the clinic with me back those years ago. I don't I know remember, remember that. that. And I was like <laughs> in the clinic crying. And my friend's just like, why are you jumping to the high thing? I said, well, prostitutes, I think this is like, I, I don't think I'm being dramatic in this mm-hmm. sense because it's like a prostitute. And I don't know if the girl was just saying that to keep me away from him mm-hmm. or what, but it made me really scared. So... I went to the doctors and pretty much the whole weekend, like this past weekend, I was supposed to go out with my friend Didi. I just couldn't because I was, my mom was so, I was so distraught mm. of like, what if this was my scenario? And I started even doing all this research on HIV and my friend's like, why are you looking stuff up? Like you're just making yourself more upset mm-hmm. and paranoid, which is true. Cause I started looking up stuff like, I was other people's YouTube stories about having HIV and looking up like dating websites mm. of people that have HIV. <laughs> he's just like you're doing too much 
And then like he low key cursed me. He said, "Yo, we're not talking about HIV no more. Stop talking about this shit to me because now I think I got it. Be quiet." But it's just like that. Right. Like, I think people for in our society forget that that's still a prominent STD out right. in the world. Like it's okay to be scared of it yeah and you know although there is medicine to make it undetectable Mm -hmm. it is still gonna be hard today because there aren't people as open-minded about dating you even though i think i would maybe try to date someone as long as they were on medicine and weren't detected in their system like Mm -hmm. the medicine makes it almost not actually in you but it's still scary Mm -hmm. and then also there's different strands of it so even if you have one strand if you have sex with someone has a different strand it could progress your HIV, you know, and make, you know, the treatment harder to fight it off. Mm. So pretty much long story short, I did get my results back. I'm fine. I got checked for like every, you know, all the STDs or whatever, like mm. gonorrhea and stuff like that. And I'm just, you know, you know, I don't judge anybody with any HIV or anything that I just personally felt like that was going to just make my life hard for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely open to having friends with any, you know, HIV or I would, I would, I would date someone with it, but we would really have to talk about the precautions mm-hmm. and like you taking your medicine and us like having protected sex. And if we want a kids, like what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Because it is very possible to still have a regular life. But for me in the moment, I was just so scared. And then I had messaged a boy and he wasn't answering me. I'm like, did you get tested? Like, I said, you know, do you have something? And he wasn't, like, really trying to answer me. And I'm like, this is making me feel like you got something that you know you have and you're not telling me. Mm. And, you know, I even messaged him again. I said, if you gave me something crazy, I will call the fucking police on you. Because that it's a is, crime. you can go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman on a video I looked up, she was talking about how her husband gave it to her. And um, she got him to admit it and he got arrested for it and i think hiv is the only std that you can get arrested because that one is like serious like all the other ones is like like herpes is not a big deal gonorrhea chlamydia syphilis are not a big deal hiv is because it it's really, a life threat right it really attacks your immune system so mm. i'm good y'all that's deep and then it just turned me off from want to have sex too. Mm. Because I actually, Shirai actually told me about people called bug chasers. What's that? And those are people who purposely have sex with people with oh, HIV yeah. to catch it. Really? And then there's people who call themselves gift givers and they purposely give it to people without telling them. Why? That's creepy. Isn't that happening in a movie? Wasn't that, remember that? It was like a movie about this black guy who gave the girl HIV mm. and he was like, very professional, like money, and she was cheating on her husband or something with him. Oh, uh, Temptations by uh, Tyler Perry. Did he purpose? He purposely gave it no, to her? No, he didn't purposely give it to her. I think, well, I don't want to say purposely, but he was dating her and then he gave it to her. He knew he had it though. Yeah, because okay. he gave it to his ex wife. That was a good movie. Shout out to Tyler huh. Perry. I mean, I feel like. We'll save this for our segment because this actually will be a good tie into what our segment. We'll get to our other hot topics. How was your week? Doesn't top yours, but no, that's pretty scary to it go was. through. And every time somebody called my my phone, I thought it was the doctor about to tell me. Like I was at work in the middle of teaching, and I saw somebody call my phone, and I was like, "And my kids like, what's wrong with her?" I said, "Nothing," but it was just a parent calling me. It was not the doctor. I was. Go ahead. How was your week? Um, pretty chill. Um, what did I do? What did I do? Hmm, girl, you just got me all shook up. Like, jeez, <laughs> I'm wanting to have sex. To be honest, 
Yeah, that would make me not want to have sex, especially if I know the person I was dealing with wasn't being honest. And I was like, can I trust other future partners? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. And now it just, like, I guess for And if you were relationships, you should... We did have unprotected sex, mm-hmm. um, but like if you are fucking prostitutes, then you should be using sex with everybody else. Like, like what you mean? Like if you're fucking prostitutes, right? As a hobby or on the side, if you're having sex with other women who are not prostitutes, you should at least be using condoms mm, with okay. every every person. You shouldn't be out here having all sex with anybody mm-hmm. if you're living, you know, the risky lifestyle. Right. I mean, I don't shave sex workers because a lot of them do keep up with their sexual health, especially with That's that being true. their profession. But, yeah, I agree. You shouldn't be raw dog, especially when you're having casual sex like that. And you're having it to that extent? Mm-hmm. That's a must, yes. child. Jeez, mm. mm. Louise. But, yeah, my weekend was pretty chill. I did some laid back. Mm-hmm. Just... You know, preparing for the winter because it's coming. Like, my skin's getting dry. My scalp was getting dry. At least you got a car now. Girl, okay? Turn the heat all the way up. For us in the winter. Okay? Heat be on blast. Yes. Like, ooh, nice and toasty. Driving past the people on a bus stop like beep beep. Yes. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I know. Y'all be all right. But one thing I do appreciate about my car, I don't have to no longer wait at the bus stop late at night Mm because. I don't know. People is crazy. And then it's like all this stuff in the news about sex trafficking. And that's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Getting caught up in that. So I've been like doing research. Yeah. Like different tips you can learn and how to protect mm. yourself. Because that is one of my biggest fears. I yeah. remember when we went to the movies to go see that movie Traffic. Oh my God. That just was like Yo, me and so Tyler, realistic. Me and like, whoa. Yeah. Like, can you imagine just living your day-to-day life and then something like that happens? Like, yeah. Ooh, so yes, ladies, yeah. be safe whether you having sex or whether you just walk into your car or just being out. Yes. Be safe because people are really crazy, especially with black women. Right. Like, we got to protect us. But yes. Yeah, that's the only thing I got going on in my neck of the woods. But yeah. as for some juicy hot topics, uh, yeah, so you guys know the good brother Drake we love, we're big fans of. Um, he was recently booed at Tyler the Creator's uh festival at Camp Flognock because mm-hmm. they guess they were expecting Frank Ocean mm-hmm. but got Drake. But me personally, I would prefer to see Drake yeah. than Frank and Ocean. And I feel like even if I really wanted to see Frank Ocean, Drake is still a great artist and I'm sure yeah. most of them are still familiar and like him. So I think that's really rude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and who and I mean that's y'all fault for swearing up and down that it was going to be Frank Ocean. Right. It was a special guest. It wasn't disclosed. It could have been anybody. And even if it's not who you thought it was, I think that's just really rude. And, yeah. you know, and Drake, you know, I think he's such a great artist, even if you might not necessarily bang with all his music, like him mm-hmm. as a person. I was like, you know, hey, Drizzy's a cool person, so I can at least bang with just him as a person and vibe mm-hmm. to however long his set was or whatever the case was. But Or you could have just left. Because me personally... Was his set at the end? Most likely the bigger artists are at the end. I'm not right. for sure, but I feel like that's a good trade-off. It's not like it was another artist who wasn't really known or just starting out. Like, it's Drake, one of the world's right. biggest like if you, artists. Right, if it was somebody who was like, uh, then it'd be like, why would you get them? But it's literally a big person. Mm-hmm. 
you know, making that appearance. But we love you, Drake. So. Yes. And apparently he just signed a contract to be at Camp Flognaw for another 10 years. So looks like y'all stuck with him now. Yeah. That's what y'all get. Um, and he going to keep producing that them bangers. Okay, that fire. I mean, yes. it's Drake. I don't, I think that was kind of rude. And I know Tyler, the creator, took to Twitter and was just like saying, I know, sorry to Drake and how he was really embarrassed by his fans. Like, that's yeah. embarrassing. You making me look bad. Right. And to be honest, like fans are an extension of, or artists mm-hmm. or whoever unfortunately and you do have some wild ones so I think that was corny to make him feel so embarrassed to that point yeah. you know y'all supposed to be supportive of anything he puts to- if you're his true fan mm-hmm. you're just gonna be a fan of whatever he puts together and whoever he brings right. out to his stuff so right. <sighs> shout out to the good brother Drake yeah. um, the papa said it was his back y'all yeah and it's crazy people are getting killed over it I know me and my students actually were talking about it because I teach a student government class so we talk about like this random things that are kind of happening and then we talked about that and they were just like no i just think that was super extra mm-hmm. um and then one one of my students was like yeah i mean i probably would have punched them for getting in front of me but i wouldn't be stabbing nobody so my kids got sense i don't understand why grown-ass people don't understand that it's not cool to kill somebody over a chicken sandwich all right see i'm like a conspiracy theorist uh-huh and I think it's something wrong with them Popeye chicken sandwich, y'all. You think so? It's just me. Like, like I know my mom was saying that somebody at her job lives in like a predominantly white neighborhood. And they're not selling the chicken sandwiches. And I just think that's weird. And I'm just like, why is people acting this crazy over a chicken sandwich? And is a Popeye's in the area? Mm-hmm. I'm hmm. like, hmm. Interesting. Also, I just think it's strange how people are really acting like, crazy over a sandwich right because you don't f that way over chick-fil-a right and chick-fil-a and chick-fil-a lines is always long okay i never see people getting bugged in chick-fil-a mm, that is never. an interesting point i haven't had one yet and i think this whole just debacle is what has really deterred me from even going in the mm-hmm. store and trying it because i'm like i don't feel like waiting people are acting wild over it like and I'm good. it looks raggedy. Like the sandwich I had looked raggedy. It looked like a piece of chicken in between some bread. It's like when your mama making you a lunch to go out the door. She just put a little chicken in between some bread. That's what uh-huh. it looked like. And I'm like, hmm. And it doesn't even taste all that good to me. Like, hmm. I'm like, this is just a sandwich. Maybe it has like some super wild like nigga type serum in it and only the niggas of the niggas i was thinking that like only the real no yeah i'm like only the real are able to detect the sandwich is some bullshit you know what maybe it's getting like all you bugaboos out here and y'all need to chill the fuck out because it's really not that deep right what if it's having us like we eat the chicken sandwich and then the next day we wake up and we're like slaves or something or like on some something that speed up our death (laughs) or injected with hiv i don't know girl you're on a roll. I'm just saying. They just said they had this new fucking strand that they just I was about to... When so. you brought it up, I'm like, they definitely did come out with another strand of HIV. Yeah, and this other Girl. super STD... I forget what the... Like, I'm... Yeah, it's just... You ever see the movie, um... What's it called? Thanks for Calling? Or... I think so. It's called mm. Thanks for Calling. Nuh-uh. It has Lakeith Stanfield and um, the guy from Power in it. And it's like... So, I love some Lakeith. But go ahead. 
It's like, oh, it's a really good movie. You got to check it out. It's on Hulu. So basically, he's like a power caller. So he's like, you know, in marketing, he's doing mm-hmm. a really good job. So he gets up and up and up and up. And finally, he gets like the final boss. And he's like, okay, well, try this Coke or whatever. And then he's turning people into like half horse, half men so they can work harder and be like slaves, kind of. Really? It's a really good movie. What I think it it's called? for Thanks for Calling. Thanks for Calling. I'll yes, try to check it out. It's then. such a good movie. It's funny. It's got a lot of good people in it. Check it out. Okay. But yeah, it's crazy. Yes. Um, so let me ask y'all this, including you, Miss Hart. I saw this on the shade room. And I just wanted to get, you know, people's opinions on it. So the girl said, I'm taking my boyfriend and our kids on a family vacation. He feel like I'm wrong for not including his kid. I told him that he or his baby mother can pay for their kid if they want her to go. I feel like that's not my kid, so that's not my responsibility. Is she wrong? I don't think she's wrong. I mean, if she was like, no, your kid can't come at all. It's just me, you, and my kids. Then that would be messed up because, like, I have a kid, too. Mm -hmm. Why am I going on vacation with just you and your kids? But that's not what she's saying. She's saying you pay for your kids just like I'm going to pay. I'm assuming she's paying for hers. If she has this energy, Mm -hmm. she must be paying for her kids. And her baby dad is paying for her kids. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think if y'all are collectively planning this vacation, that that kid is your responsibility. You know what I mean? And her kids are hers. Now, if it was husband and wife, then that might be a little different. Like, now at this point, these are our kids. Mm -hmm. But if it's just still boyfriend and girlfriend, your finances are still very much so with who you had the child with and vice versa. So, See, I see where she's coming from as for, like, if... Her approach is what I don't like because it seems like her and the boyfriend have kids themselves because she right, said, right. you know, our kids. So, right as of this moment, y'all sound like y'all a family unit. So, it's not like her approach was like, you know, I want to take the, the kids, including yours, because we're a family unit mm-hmm. on vacation. It's like, I want to take the kids on vacation. If you want your kid to come, give them some money. And I don't think that's kind of fair because it's like, it seems like you're excluding that kid. It's not like, oh, well, I want to take the kids on vacation. You know, I want so-and-so to come, but y'all will have to put up money. It just seems like if y'all want her to come, bring some money with her. And I don't think that's fair. I mean, fair. I think that's a lot to read into the post because mm-hmm. we don't know her tone. We don't know, like what her wording meant, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I think at the end of the day, even if she was like, if you want your kid to come, they gotta, you gotta pay for them because right. those, that's not my child. And I, I want to go on vacation with the kids or our kids or whatever, but you do have to pay for yours. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not excluding. I think it would be more so excluding if she was like, no, I don't care if you pay for the kid or not, they're not coming. Then I feel like that would be like, okay, you really excluding the kid. But me saying you have to pay for them, that's not excluding them. They're still welcome to come. It just I won't be paying for them. No, that's fine. Like if like like I said, if she would say like I want the kid to come, I want him to come, but you know I can't afford it. You know one of y'all. But we have don't to know if that's money. But the she's case. saying like my I want our kids to go on a family vacation. If y'all want y'all kid to come, y'all gonna have to pay for it. And it's like it's kind well, of feeling like I think that's like I said I think that's a lot to read into this post mm-hmm. because it just says. Uh, my boyfriend and our kids on a family vacation. So she's talking about our kids as in like his kids and my kids. Mm-hmm. And But his son or his daughter has to get paid for it. Because hmm. when she's saying our, I'm thinking like our kids combined. Like your kid, my kid. So that's our kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like if I say like, let's take our brothers out. That's mm-hmm. like me and Christopher okay. and your brother. That's how I'm reading it. And then she's like, but your kid needs to get paid for by you and your baby moms. 
That's how I'm reading it. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure what her tone was. Because what gets us me is when she say he feel like I'm wrong for not including his kid. That's what kind of gets me. Um, I was thinking of like including him in like the price or something. Cause, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's but like, I see what you're saying. That's what kind of makes me feel like if y'all want them to come, y'all got to pay for them. It's not like, well, I want to take the kids, but, you know, y'all would have to pay for it. See how that's two different things? Like, I want her to come, but, I, you know, y'all would have right. to pay for it. Whether it's like, if y'all want her to come, then it's one of y'all going to have to put some money up. Right. I just feel like... I feel like if you're dating we have to someone, hear her say it. yeah. So, but I just feel like if you are dating someone with kids, you have to accept them. Like, of course, yeah. and but that don't mean I gotta pay for them. No, so but like when it comes to certain things, I feel like they should be included. They shouldn't feel like the outcast or like the oh, of third party. Not. Yeah. That's what I think. Where it's coming off is like okay. Because if it was just you know I want so and so to come, but y'all would have to pay for it. I don't think. The boyfriend would be making such a big deal out of it. I don't know because if she's planning the vacation and she's putting it all together, then he might feel like, okay, you paying for your kids. Obviously, me and my kid is going. Like you putting the shit together, you should be like, yeah, you know I'm saying it could be one of those type of situations. I don't know. Like you planning this shit, you think you you balling on your kids. This, my kid is a part of it too. Why are you not paying for my kids? I feel like that could have why he got an attitude. No, not necessarily because as a parent, you have to know. And even as a person, like if mm. you invited me somewhere and you was like, you know, it's all this stuff. Like every, even if everything was included, like, you know, this is included, you know, but you have to play for your fight. I would have been like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, how dare she not play for my flight? You gonna invite me and I play for my flight? But that's different because we're friends and this is like kids involved. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's so what I'm saying. Like, I, it's, I think it's more understanding if he were to catch an attitude off of her just not wanting to pay because it is his child and depending on how long they've been dating, he could be like, well, why would you even be trying to make me pay separately? Like, we, a whole thing. But she probably makes it, but still, I already have to pay for my kids. But you and, be responsible for your kids. And, just like I'm not asking you to pay for mine, why I gotta pay for yours? In that case, I would think he will, he's feeling entitled because your child is an extension of you. Like, I, right. I'm like, if I can't pay for you and I'm barely able to make ends meet with my kids, right, right, right. I don't know why you thought I would be able to add on additional one. Like, I want them to come, but I just need some help. And that's, if it was like, you know, I want the, all the kids to come, but I need help kind of situation, I don't think it's a problem. But if it's more so like a, mm, they can come, whatever, but y'all yeah. got paid. I and think it could also be a situation up. where she felt like she was always paying for this kid mm-hmm. to do stuff. And, like, she's like, but this thing, I'm not. And yeah. your baby mom. It could be one of those two, like, your baby mom been getting away with mm-hmm. not contributing to stuff. And she's That's going true. to, and we're going to Disney World because I can't pay for, you know, it could have also been one of those type of situations. Right. So, I think we would have to know, like, more of the story. Mm-hmm. And then we could really say, like, okay, you was tripping or that mm-hmm. wasn't cool, but... You know, I've seen situations where, like, step-parents or boyfriends or girlfriends of somebody with a kid, and they're doing a lot of the financial things, but when it comes to something big, they're like, oh, it's time for them to, mm-hmm. like, help out. Like, I, I take them out to the movies, I take them shopping, but we go on, you know, on a whole vacation, she's going to need to, y'all going to need to mm-hmm. figure that out. And that's you know? just, like, like with me and my stepmom and mm-hmm. my dad like when we went on vacation and when she because my stepmom was the one who planned everything she took us to disney world she took us to um what's it called i forget it's some like major theme park in cleveland like she took us to all that and she always made sure we was good but like my mom still made sure we had like but money, that's also stuff. different because a stepmom is different than 
I'm somebody's girlfriend. But because even before her and my dad got married, well, she that's just her personality like, then, more so. I, I think. I think when it comes to dating, if you if you have kids and mm-hmm. if you can't be accepting of the other person's children, then you shouldn't be dating with somebody. But with that, kids. but me not wanting to pay for your child is not me not being accepted. No, that's different. Right. Like what I'm saying is, don't include them when y'all go certain places. Like if you want the kids, like she would say, she would tell my dad, like, hey, I want you to, I want to take the kids here, mm-hmm. and my dad would make sure we had money. He would tell my mom, my mom would still make sure we had money. She right. Was, so we wasn't looking bad or we went without right. or felt excluded. She still looked after us. So, I mean, I'm just big on making sure the kids don't feel left out because nobody wants to yeah. feel left I out. I think me not wanting or somebody not wanting to pay isn't trying to like leave the kid out. That is mm-hmm. saying, I like include them, but you have to extend the hand. Mm-hmm. And also, being a wife versus a girlfriend is very different because if I am your stepmom, I'm not going to. Even if your mom is not paying, I'm going to pay because now you're my kid. Mm-hmm. Now I might say to you know my husband like I would like if you could ask Tasha mm-hmm. if she can, you know, chip in. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna pay for them because they're my kids now. But mm-hmm. me just being a girlfriend, that's definitely not the same responsibility. And if I do it as a girlfriend, that's more me as who I am as a person than mm-hmm. me feeling like that's my responsibility. Right? Because I know if I was just somebody's girlfriend, I probably wouldn't. But if I'm your stepmom, mm-hmm. sure, babe. Like. I'm not going like you're my child now and if I'm gonna be a unit with this man and you like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it and me not wanting to pay for a child isn't me excluding them you know I can still invite somebody you know what I mean and want them to come all I want but that don't mean that I'm gonna pay for them you know so I think we we need to be careful of like not labeling somebody as not wanting to pay for something as I'm trying to like exclude a child unless they were saying it in the way that you were saying like maybe mm-hmm. she was like uh-uh if you want then that's wrong yeah you know but her just not wanting to pay in general I don't think that's her excluding. That's just setting boundaries. And that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, because I would want the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if we're not there in a relationship. Like, I don't know how far along they are in a relationship. Like, if we're just starting out and I'm like, I would be a little iffy. But, like, if we've been doing this for a long time, it should already feel like a family Mm -hmm. unit. Like, it shouldn't be like, that's you, that's me. Y'all should, I mean, me personally, like, we should be bringing this shit in so we can have some type of family unit. Right. Mm, Interesting. I think it's a case-by-case type thing. Y'all should tell us how y'all feel. You know, give us some Let feedback. Because I think that's interesting, especially when you are combining, you know, two worlds when it comes to, like, a family unit yeah. and how you feel about the other person's kid and just them in general. So exactly. tell us what y'all should think. Um, but, yeah, we're going to jump into this episode. So this is an interesting one. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about secrets and lies, but I'm going to just give y'all the definition, the basis, mm-hmm. so we have an understanding. So, a secret is something that is kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others. Now, a lie is an intentionally false statement. So, that's the definitions of the two. Now, I personally have kept a lot of secrets. Um, More so, when I keep a secret, is to protect myself. Like, if I know something is going on... or. The person who's telling me the secret, like if someone's telling me a secret, like, listen, I got this going on. I don't want anybody to know. Or, you know, I'm doing this. I don't really want that person to know. Like, just keep that between us. Uh It's now my responsibility and my duty. I become like a guard, like a guardian angel of their secrets. Like, because that's an intimate space to be with somebody to be like, Uh okay, this person trusts me enough with their secrets. So that's how I feel about secrets. And I feel like there's good ones and there are bad ones, but I definitely try to... Be yeah, I think yeah, 
So a secret isn't a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me keeping information to myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't lie unless you ask me about it. So I think that's where people get mad if they don't know something about a situation or a person. They're like, oh, well, you lie. Well, you know, and then you want to get, you know, all technical. Technically, I didn't because you never asked. Um, the lying more so plays a part when the person is seeking the information and then you're withholding it. But if I just never bring it up, I feel like that's a tricky one because what if it's information that may affect the other person or that you know the other person may feel some type of way about? Like, mm, I know they're gonna feel some type of way, but I just I mean, you know, that does weigh in it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still not a lie. Because you never, now, you, you know, if you didn't ask me about it and I just never gave this information to you, not saying that that secret was necessarily a good secret to keep, mm-hmm. but I did not lie to you. So, say you're dating a man mm-hmm. and he has a wife. Okay. And you never ask because you never expect him to have a wife. You're right. like, here's this guy, I'm at the bar, we're dating, but he got a wife. Right. So, come to find out, scrolling on Instagram, he has a wife. Are you allowed to get mad? Because he didn't lie and you didn't ask that he has a wife. I mean, you can still get mad. Like, mm-hmm. just because it's a secret doesn't mean it's necessarily okay or that mm-hmm. it's a good secret. So what if he say, but I didn't lie? You didn't, but you kept some important information from me. So you didn't lie, no. Okay, so you're not a liar. <laughs> you're just a fucking fat keeper, nigga. So, <laughs> like... You know what I mean? So I can mm. still be upset because you still withheld very important information from me. So I'm not, at this point, I'm not accusing you of being a liar. I'm just accusing you of not giving me dire information that I should, that I feel I should have. And that's another thing, you know, if it's somebody's secret, you know, that's theirs to keep. Even if you feel like you should know it. Because mm. you feel like it affects you, you know what I mean? So. I don't know. I feel differently about it. I feel like mm, you're lying, but it's not. You literally just read the definitions of this secret and lies. So me, I, me personally, how I'm going about it, I would feel like you're lying because if you know my intentions is going into a situation thinking you're single, especially if we have like certain conversations that fall against those lines and you're like, oh, okay. Like if I say, you know, I can't wait to get married one day, you're like, hmm. Are but they're there? still not lying to you though. They're just being deceitful. And I feel like that's a form of lying in a sense. I'm like me personally. But you can't say that because that's not what lying. That's not the definition of I, it. I understand that, but me, I feel like that is a form of lying because you're false. You're falsely giving me intent that you're in a situation that you're not. So it's like. But I'm the whole point deceived. of a lie is the statement part of it. I think. I mean, me personally, I know this may sound crazy. But I feel as though it's lying. I just got. I, I know that's the true definition. Mm-hmm. I hear y'all. But I just think. I want to say. Okay, I think where I'm getting at is a lie is being dishonest. Therefore, yeah, so you're you not telling me it's being dishonest. So I would more so call it dishonest. Yeah. But when I'm cussing your ass out, I'm calling you every liar in the book. Just, yeah. le- just letting you know. Yeah. Because if we're going to go by. What the true definition of this thing is, mm-hmm. that is not being a liar. If I don't mm-hmm. tell you something like that I have that you never asked me, mm-hmm. um, it's just being like deceitful or in your opinion anyway, is being deceitful because yeah. you, you feel like 
you should have had this information. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's my secret to keep. And I feel like if we if I and find I, out, that doesn't take away like the other person can still feel away about it just because it was your that's secret. True. I can still feel away. The other person can still feel away. But at the end of the day, you didn't ask me, so therefore I didn't. I wasn't like in a position to give you that information. I don't know. I feel like me being the cancer that I am, mm-hmm. if we're having a discussion, I find out you were not telling me the truth about something, and you say, "Well, I didn't lie. You didn't ask me." That's the quickest way for me to punch you in your fucking throat. I'm like, I mean, yeah. What do you mean? What yeah, do you I can mean? see somebody getting really heated about that. Um, like, oh, well, you like, but you still. You know, withheld that information. Um, but I also think, you know, sometimes being honest is super hard. And I think people really underestimate how hard it is to be honest and to really disclose certain information about mm-hmm. situations or yourself. I think there's two different types of secrets or people that keep secrets. I think mm-hmm. you have the one person who does it for like the benefit of themselves mm-hmm. and the other person does it more so because they're just scared and they just don't know how to give information. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do find out somebody might have kept the secret from you that you are kind of feeling away about, I think it's very, very important to um, take into consideration mm. the reason behind the secret. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I think this could go back to our HIV conversation. Mm-hmm. For example, and some of y'all might say, bitch, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but... Let's say you were dating somebody that was HIV positive, mm-hmm. but they take medicine and they use protection and they are, and it's undetectable in their blood. Yes, they have sex with people and don't make them aware of their status, mm-hmm. but they are actively monitoring the virus. It's undetectable in their blood, so they can't give it to you. It's mm-hmm. undetectable. And they make sure they use protection with people, but they just did not disclose this information. But they are doing their active duty to be healthy, to not give it to anybody or anything like that. And then you find out, like, okay, this person kept the secret. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, HIV is a very, you know, big case. But I think if somebody were to explain all those things, mm-hmm. like, oh, I was scared because I don't want to be judged and it's so hard to date or, you know, I am taking medicine so I was never out here. I was mm. actively monitoring so I was never putting anybody's life in jeopardy. I wasn't out here just having sex without medication, mm-hmm. um, will, knowing that I haven't just having like willy-nilly sex, then, you know, not justifying um, that secret, but I think that's a lot better versus like, you know, I had it. I'm just fucking not taking no medicine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really give a fuck. I more so kept the secret because you wasn't going to fuck me if I told you I had it. Well, see, I think, think that's selfish. And no matter how hard it is to tell somebody, you're taking away their option, their mm-hmm. choice to want to be in this situation. So right. say if you're doing all these precautions and they still get it. Mm-hmm. that's not fair to them because you you could be like, damn, I feel so bad because I was doing everything I was supposed to do, but yet they still got it. Now mm-hmm. you just took that person's choice away. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, now I'm stuck with it. You didn't give me the option to process it, right. to feel how I feel. Now everything's coming at me at once. Right. So I think when it comes to withholding secrets, if it affects the other person, no matter how hard it is, you need to let them know. If you're not in a place where you're comfortable enough to have the discussion that you need to have with the person, then you shouldn't be involving yourself. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. And like it is hard to explain 
you know, certain things to people right. because certain stuff, people are going to frantic, they're going to panic, and they're just not going to want to do. Right. But that doesn't give you the right to make that choice for them. So that's how I look at it when right. it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's very easy to have that perspective. Mm-hmm. And then when you're a person that's on the side of like, you are the one afraid is a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's very easy for people to say, Oh, you gotta be honest. And like, you know, tell people this. And I'm not just even just talking about like, each other. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about in general, like things that you keep from people. Um, I think we just don't under like people just, forget when they're not in that position to be the person to disclose something Mm -hmm. how hard it can be not making Mm -hmm. it okay necessarily to like withhold something from someone but just taking account like that is so hard to do no matter what it is you know it could be a plethora of different scenarios i don't know because me personally i'm different because i feel like because i've been in certain situations where it's like damn i have to let this person know like Mm-hmm. because it's going to affect them. So right. what I do is, you know, I feel the situation out. If I feel like if this person doesn't really need to know this information, then I'm just going to leave it at that. And we're right. going to keep our relationship how it is. Or if I feel like, you know, our relationship is progressing and this is something that is affecting me and it may affect the other person, I still come out and tell them no matter what because now you know, this is some information they, they should know if they're going to be dealing with me. Yeah. And, you know, that's I think just that's the type important of person too. I am. Depending on what the information is, mm-hmm. depending on where you are with that person, it might not be something you can tell them or mm-hmm. should necessarily tell them. I think a good example would be, like, let's say somebody who's transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you, you might be talking to people. If you don't, if the relationship is not going into, like, maybe a physical um, direction or a very intimate direction or mm-hmm. it's, like, grown to be serious, then you probably won't disclose that you're transgender because that is very sensitive information and you right. can't just give that to everybody. But if you're talking to someone and you're seeing that it's progressing and they're really liking you and they're mm-hmm. wanting to get close to a relationship, then you would want to tell them in that circumstance because right. now it's getting a heavy heaviness. And some people are like, no, motherfucker, I need to know whether we just text them. But no, mm-hmm. because... This is very life-changing information, right. so I'm not going to just give it to somebody who I'm casually dating or mm-hmm. casually um, texting. Right. If it's somebody that I see that is actively pursuing me and we're working towards stuff and we're spending a lot of time, then it will be my responsibility to tell them mm-hmm. this information. Right. And I think that's the whole thing when it comes to like telling somebody a secret. It's based off... like the status of the relationship like if i'm like because you wouldn't tell a stranger your business yeah, you wouldn't tell a stranger that you're trans right or so. you have a std or you have kids right like you just don't do those things but if it's a person who's on the other side and they need to know and they may be affected uh-huh then yes that's like if you get sick and the doctor say don't go into the office Cause like everyone's gonna get it. That's not you being dishonest or holding a secret. That's you protecting others from, you know, just being sick. So that's how I look at it. And that's just like what people's feelings. That's you protecting the person from, you know, getting hurt and being where they're at with it. So exactly. And um, I and I know some people are like no, people need to definitely let me know X, Y, and Z. But it's you know their personal business at the mm-hmm. end of the day and. Is easier said to said than done, mm-hmm. you know. And I think people need to remember that because even if yours might not be extreme, as you have an HIV or something, mm-hmm. 
you probably all had a secret that you were still scared to tell someone. Mm. So, you know, for whatever the reason is, it could be as simple as like, oh, what's your body count? And me saying that it's five when it's a thousand. You know what I mean? But see, I feel like that if that was a conversation, I'd be like, whoa, that's none of your business. If, because it's not affecting you. I feel like when it, it becomes an issue when it starts to affect the other person. Right. Like if something like that, I'm like, um... But, what if, but that person could feel like that affects them. Like, it does affect me because now I'm dating somebody that's fucking everybody. Well, then we ain't meant to be together. If you feel like I'm a contaminated person, if I say, you know, my I don't have any sexual transmitted disease, I'm being honest with that, you know, mm-hmm. you slept with people, I've slept with people prior, so why does the amount of people I've slept with now a thing? Because it doesn't... Direct. Stop our relationship. Right, that's true because that isn't like a direct effect on that person. Yeah, we still gonna be fucking, so yeah. bumping and grinding, bumping front, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so is it okay to keep secrets from your significant other, like if you're married or you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? I think so. You think it's okay? Like, what's the? Okay, so I know there has to be some kind of boundaries. Because there could be secrets that's none of your business. Like, like what? I don't know. It could be something like my mom. Found out she's adopted or some shit, and she don't want you to know that. Or, um, it could be any fucking thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have my secrets from you. You don't need to know every fucking thing. Like, it could be something that's going on between me and my 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 peoples that you don't need to necessarily know. Mm. You know, it could be like, you know, I don't, I can't think of nothing on the top of my head, but there's some secrets. I'm not saying, you know. That you don't have to tell your significant other. Mm, I don't know. I feel like there's things like you shouldn't really know because it doesn't matter. And there's things like keeping a secret. Like, I feel like me personally, in my opinion, I don't think you should keep secrets from me. Like, if I'm your significant other, I think you should be able to be open and trust me and have these type of discussions with me. I, I wouldn't want my husband or wife to be in a relationship with me and feel like... They can't tell me anything. But I think this is where you're making it, like, about you in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, that person could just not want to tell people that. Mm-hmm. It has nothing. It might not have nothing to do with you or their trust for you. I just want this to be a secret. I just don't want to tell nobody about it. Mm-hmm. And I think people need to stop saying, like, oh, well, if they don't tell me this, then that probably means, like, that they don't trust me or feel comfortable enough to disclose it. But Or that just means that they just don't want to tell your ass. And it's about more just like they feel comfortable just keeping it to themselves it doesn't matter how much they love you or whatever they might need to just do that for themselves you don't know what the circumstance is see i that's where i think like there's a difference between like just not letting them know because it is what it is or them feeling like i can't tell them this information like this is like information like secret information that nobody should know i can't tell them at all like it shouldn't be like that in like a relationship me personally like if it's something that's just like you know, that's happened in my family. This is what is what it is. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, whatever. Because I'm probably nine times I'm single. I'm like, mm, okay, and keep it pushing. But if it's like something hurting you or bothering you or you know changing the type of person you are, then I feel like you shouldn't keep those kind of secrets from your significant other. That's how I, I look at it per se. I mean, I think it depends. Like you know. People deal with whatever on their own. So, mm-hmm. depending on what the secret was that they felt like they wanted to keep, that 
once again, probably it might not have nothing to do with you, but that's their choice. If like they want to get through whatever that is on their own, that doesn't necessarily mean like they don't like, for example, I could be going through something and I might not necessarily go to a friend about it. Not because I don't trust my friends or that they're not going to help me, but this might be something I'm like, you know what? I just really just need to keep this to myself. Um, but it's not a friend. It's more like your significant but, other, but, like your husband, But your even wife. your significant other, you're still your own person and right. you're still separate and you don't have to exchange everything with them. Right. Like, you know, just like you should still keep separate bank accounts and all that. Like, mm-hmm. you should still have your own bank account and then the joint one. There's still things that may have, like, happened or whatever. And I don't want to disclose that. Not because I don't trust you or because I'm trying to be deceitful. Or, and this thing might definitely not even affect you. It might be something I just feel like, you know, I need to just muddle through it on my own. Not nothing against my significant other. But sometimes you know, people have to work things out on their own mm-hmm. and then hopefully eventually if they got to a place where they wanted to give you that information, they could, but you can't just be like, oh, well, we're supposed to have this thing so you should be telling me everything that's, like, bothering you or that this big thing, but I that's th- just not realistic and I that's think, just not how people function. But I think that's, that's the issue, like, when, you ha- when, like, when you're in a relationship or when you're married per se, like, say if you were married and you found out your husband's bipolar and here he's having episodes and like he's panicking he can't go to work right it's, fact, it's affecting his work it's affecting how he treats your your children it's affecting how he's treating you but he's keeping us a secret because he doesn't want to be a burden onto other people that's where it's like certain stuff like that is right. like i but, think you shouldn't keep from your significant other like you have to have those lines of open communication like if it's just something that happened and you know you just want to leave it at that then cool that's your business but like something that's affecting you and maybe affecting like our dynamic you shouldn't keep secrets like i mean maybe but i mean that's more of a pain like you shouldn't keep that but if i later found out okay he's bipolar i would ask like okay so you know why did you feel like you couldn't tell me and he could say because I don't want to be a burden and have more to and that sounds like that would have more to do with me mm-hmm. not wanting to put something on someone else or me not wanting to for myself feel like I'm doing something because maybe I had to keep that secret or for me to feel like a man or to feel like I'm so strong mm-hmm. you know what I mean like people sometimes it's not about you or them not being like fuck a marriage mm-hmm. it's like I need to do this for my own sanity mm-hmm. like if I'm feeling like damn like if you know, I I need to do this or keep this from her, you know, because to uphold, you know, the protector. And not saying that, and if you told your wife this, she should still love you regardless, but right. you're, you're maybe so just keeping it because that's what you need to survive. And I feel like, yeah, in a relationship, you want that person to tell you that, but I think you should also be understanding if they don't tell you something and that you shouldn't take it personal if they don't tell you something because at the end of the day... Anyway, people not going to know everything about you, whether they're your husband or wife. And I think people, even in marriages and relationships, even feel a little too entitled to, to know everything. Um, because at the end of the day, this is still an individual person, regardless of a unit. Now, mm-hmm. I am still my own person. I am still going to have my own things that are just going to be kept, you know, to myself that mm-hmm. I might not be telling nobody. Not you, not my mom, not my cat, not my dog, not the moon, not the mm-hmm. sky. I'm keeping those things to myself. So, while, yes, you want an open line of communication in a relationship, Mm -hmm. you also have to respect, like, people are still their individual selves. They still are entitled to have 
things that they want to keep to themselves mm-hmm. and just because I'm your wife or your husband does not mean I have to tell you everything as long as you know at the end of the day is not getting to a point where like you know it's putting your life in danger or something like that then I should be able to keep it now if this bipolar um uh condition is escalating to a place that you that that person saying to themselves okay well like obviously I'm getting to the point where I can't control so I'm going to have to share this Mm -hmm. then okay because now if it's getting to the point where like you're hitting people or whatever whatever you need to explain that then that's different but if it's like it's been managed it's just something that I need to keep to myself because it just makes me feel a way to disclose that Mm -hmm. then I think that should be respected and not looked at as like you're being dishonest and we don't have a line of communication I I mean, me personally, like I said, like, this is my opinion. I just feel like that's a important aspect, especially when it becomes, like, a marriage and, like, you know, other people are involved, especially if it affects other people. Like I said, there's a difference between, like, stuff that just for you to know and just, like, you handle and keep to yourself is cool. But when it starts to affect you and... Once it starts affecting you, it's now now going to start affecting me. So I don't think that's not necessarily true. I Something think that affects so. me might not necessarily ever get to you. I think so. Like, if my husband is depressed, or my wife, I should say, is depressed, or, you know, if they're going through something financially, or if they're just having a rough day, it weighs on them. Like, that's just like. If you having a bad day and it affects the people around you or if I'm having a bad day, it affects the person I'm with because now my frustrations is here and it's like, I don't know what's going on with you. And yet I'm your wife and I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand and you're you're not telling me anything. You're you're withholding secrets and withholding information. So what am I supposed to do? Because now I don't know what's going on and I still have to maintain a marriage. I still have to maintain a family. So that's why I think it's important to keep secrets. Like I said, it's some things you just keep to yourself. Like... I wouldn't tell my husband, like, listen, I got a third toe. He's just going to have to find out for himself, or if it comes out, it comes out. But, like, stuff like that, I just think you shouldn't keep secrets like that. Me, personally. I mean, but you also have to be realistic. No one tells anybody every single thing. I do. I tell my mom everything. Like, she knows literally everything about me. And that's just the type of person I am. Like, But, like, nine times out of ten, the people that you meet aren't like that. But, see, so me personally... You have to be respectful, though, like, of why somebody might not disclose something to you. But if you're my significant other and communication is a big thing for me, and I'm saying, like, you know, especially with dating, if I'm saying, you know... This is a big thing for me. Like, I want my significant other to be honest with me. I don't want my significant other to keep secrets from me. Mm-hmm. Then you would have to respect that as well. I would think because it's just like, that's the type of person I am, especially if it's going to be affecting us. I mean, true, but it comes with a mutual understanding. Like, okay, you want communication and I'm going to try to do that as effectively as possible. But also mm-hmm. you have to respect if I want to keep certain things for myself and to myself you need to respect it as well. It's like, you can't ask me to respect your communication, but you're not respecting me, maybe not wanting to disclose certain stuff that, you know, I want to keep to myself. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, like if you're asking somebody to do something for you, you can't be like, okay, well, I need a lot of communication. Fuck you wanting to keep it to yourself. You need to tell me that. I, me personally, I feel like, yes. Cause this, and this is why I say yes, because it's just like, if it's going to affect us as a unit, and it's going to affect you, 
and I need an open line of communication and I say I don't want my significant other keeping secrets from me, then I would need you to respect it. So, like I said, it's some things you keep to yourself. Like, that's that's just me. That's what I have. I'm going to leave it at that. It's not affecting anybody. It wouldn't be considered a secret, you know? Mm-hmm. But once it becomes like... I can't tell once it becomes to the point where I can't tell my wife this, then that's when it becomes an issue for me. Like, I just can't take tell my wife this at all. Like, that would become an issue for me because why why is it so serious to the fact that even if you wanted to, you couldn't tell me. That's how I look at it. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but you know, People don't work that way. So, but see, if you go, me personally, if you're gonna deal with me and I say I need X, Y, and Z, you can't jump in a relationship with me knowing that communication is something I want and I don't want a significant other that's gonna hold secrets. And then when we get in a relationship, you like, girl, I, I ain't telling you nothing. But then you can't also be like, there's certain secrets you're allowed to keep and then there's certain ones you can't. Not even certain, so. not even. Because if you're going to be like that, then you say, you need to tell me everything. It's not going to... Then it shouldn't even be, you have certain things you can keep to yourself. It should be, everything is being told to me. It's not even secrets. Like, a secret is something like, you know, I don't want them to see at all. And when I say keep to yourself, it's just like, if you walking down the street, you're like, damn, I found $20. But... That's yours. Like, but come on, that's different. How? That's real. That's wow. It's not affecting me. That's twenty dollars for you. Like, I know, but but you're saying something like as simple as like a detail throughout your day. Like, I'm like when we're talking about this, Mm -hmm. we're just talking about keeping something from somebody that has happened, and we're not talking about something like twenty dollars being okay. So say if okay, you had a car accident six years ago, and you really hurt your back. And you like, man, that was six years ago. I'm able mm-hmm. to continue on with my life and still be the person I want to be. Like, you don't have to tell me stuff like that. Like, but uh, if right. it was affecting you, like, your back is still messed up. Like, you can't do your daily tasks. Like, right. it's really weighing on you. Then I should know you had an accident six years ago and it's affecting you now. That's how I look at it. No, I, I totally get what you're saying with that. I mean, it makes sense. You would want to know the stuff that, like, with your significant other mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I just feel like, you know, you still have to, regardless, you know, you still have to be understanding of people having things that they, like, for example, me. You know, I've had, like, let's say my relationship with, like, my dad. That's mm-hmm. not something I would necessarily want to talk about. And you're not going to pressure me, even though that could still be affecting me. Mm-hmm. But if I don't want to talk about it and tell you about it, I'm not going to tell you about it because that's something that I have a hard time. And you putting the whole thing of communication and like we're together on me to make me tell you that mm-hmm. that's not fair because let me I'll you know, I'll give you some information when I'm ready to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I was being deceitful or like I was like, you know, trying to like be spiteful or be secretive but that could just be like i have to do it at my own time so mm-hmm. i think that's also like if you are gonna say you want them to be open and honest then don't also then let's also like maybe be open about when they tell you it because you might they might say why well, i'm telling you but you but now the, the timeline of what you're telling me is the issue i think that's different i think keeping the secret would be okay um i think what is the difference between like telling your significant others and then keeping secrets? Like I think keeping a secret would be saying, um, I I don't have a dad or 
um, my dad doesn't exist. When you know you have a dad, you just have issues with them. If you was to say, you know. Well, that's a lie. Well, or that's just being like, <laughs> well, that is a lie. But if you were just like, I don't want to talk about my dad. Or if you was to say, you know, I have a dad. We just have issues. I'm not ready to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Then cool. That's your personal space. Right. But you keep a secrets like. But that can still be a, about my dad. But that can still be a secret because I'm saying, you know. I'm not talking about my dad, but I could be, it could be a secret within why I'm not talking about my dad, right? But I feel like if you was to be like, you know, my my dad, X, Y, and Z, whatever, you know, whatever we had going on, our relationship, it is how it is. Then it's like, okay, obviously that's a touchy topic for you, but I know something is still going on and it affects you in that way. So you know, whenever you're ready to talk about it, then we can talk about it. But at least I am aware is kind of what I'm like getting it. Like I'm aware mm-hmm. that this affects you. I'ma just let that be you. But mm-hmm. I'm aware if something was to come up, something was to happen, I know that that may be possibly a reason. I don't think like I feel like you should let your significant know mm-hmm. and be aware of what's going on with you and, you know, why certain things are happening. Don't just leave them in the dark. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, the girl who was dating a guy and he had HIV. The husband. Yeah, that's something. Like, you shouldn't keep that kind of secret right. from me. Right. Like, I just think that's where it's at. Yeah. But y'all, mm, secrets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it really depends on what end you are and mm-hmm. this relationship situation. But it's just not as easy, I think, to just be as open and honest and tell people things as people try to make them plainly to be because it's really not it's not easy but it's the right thing to do is how i look at it it could be the right thing to do all it can all at once mm-hmm. but it, it's very far from being easy so like I right think people's expectations and like being realistic you need to like people need to be a little bit more like flexible with information like how flexible once again, it's like a case by case. Mm-hmm. Like it depends on what the situation was and who the person is and like what their intentions were. But I think being flexible is really important mm. because everybody then kept something from somebody at some point. Mm. So that's true. You know, I think it's important to reflect on like, okay, well, was I the person that had to keep a secret and then tell somebody something they found out about me that you know wasn't the best or the best situation and mm-hmm. how would I have liked to be treated in that situation and that's a key thing when I go into having to tell somebody something important it's like okay what I want this person to tell me this mm-hmm. is this something I would want to know and if it's if it's not if I'm like mm, okay it's not gonna hurt them I can I can kind of get away with it but if it's like I gotta tell them this I wouldn't go without telling them that's just me personally per se but yeah but I think most people, it's not like that, I think. so. It's, but see, I think that's the problem with, you know, society. And I know, like, it's hard. Like, it's so hard to tell people certain things. I think it's a difference. If they don't shouldn't know, then they shouldn't know. Like, that's just something they shouldn't know. But I feel like once it gets to a point when it starts to affect the other person, you just have to rip that band-aid off. But how do you then determine what they shouldn't be knowing then? Like, okay. How is that for you to determine? It depends on if it affects the person or not. Like, if it's going to cause them any type of emotional distress, any physical distress, Mm -hmm. any type of harm. 
But then, to you, you might not think it would do that, but they could receive it and it could affect them that way. So that doesn't make sense because in my mind, mm-hmm. I could say this this might not affect them, but then when they found out that really was something that really emotionally, mentally affected them. Like, even, not, even if it wasn't like a physical thing. Right, that's why I have to say like emotionally and like if I but, know this is going right. to affect them emotionally. But my point is like you could think all those things, right? Like let's say mm-hmm. you're over here like, okay, I need to, should I tell this person to say? And you're like, I don't think it would affect them this way. And then they end up finding out and you're like, damn, I didn't think it was going to affect them in any of those ways. I really did genuinely assess it, but that person's mm-hmm. their own person. They take things different than what I might have thought in my mind they would have taken it. And that happens all the time. Like if I say certain things to right. a friend or whatever and mm-hmm. they get offended and I'm like, I didn't mean it at all, but they still get offended. Right. I'm still responsible because I still hurt this person. Right. Even though they found out a different way or, you know, I still have to take that into accountability. I still have mm-hmm. to hold myself accountability, uh, accountable. So that's why I'm like, okay. Okay. That's when it comes to... I have to think about the other person first when it comes to delivering certain information. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'm like, is this going to hurt them? If they find out 10 years later, are they still going to be mad? I I take those into like, consideration. Right, right. So, uh, Ms. Hart, we're going to take it into your segment so you can give us some advice. All right, sounds good. <laughs> hey, guys. So for today's Matters of the Heart, uh, we've been talking about secrets and lies And I think, you know, recently I was having a conversation with, you know, actually a student of mine and they were just asking me, you know, how can they be more honest with people and let people know when they do like something, when they don't like something like, so practically just like, how can I be more upfront? How can I be more honest? Right. And I think, you know, honesty, like I said, in our discussion is always easier said than done. Um, I think when it comes to being honest, I think I think we have to first acknowledge that we are humans, right? But, you know, be realistic with yourself um, and be as honest as you can be with what you feel comfortable. I'm not in any way saying that lying to someone or, like, keeping secrets is okay. But I think at the same time, we have to, like, be realistic and say, like, okay, let me be as honest and open as I can with this person. And I think if you feel like you're not in a space where you can maybe be honest about certain things with that person, then maybe you need to like, you know, reposition yourself within that relationship. So whatever it might be, whether it's a friend, whether it's a work relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, I think we have to be very aware of like where we stand with those people and our comfortability level of like what I'm willing to like be honest about. Um, and I think honesty is just just do it kind of thing. Like, it's really no way to approach, um, you know, being honest or a technique. I think, you know, your wording is very important. The way you say it to someone, um, the, the medium in which you deliver the message, whether that is via text, over the phone or in person, I think that plays a lot into people receiving your honesty and also come from a genuine place. I think sometimes people think, you know, that when they're being honest with someone, it's okay to be rude and nasty and being an asshole. But honesty doesn't mean that you're being blunt and nasty to someone. It means like I am giving you the truth, but I'm also being very mindful and respectful of how you will receive and how you will feel at the end of this truth. So, you know, at the end of the day, guys, like, I'm sure this kind of sounds familiar, what we've already been talking about this episode. But I think my advice to you guys is that when it comes to honesty, first be honest with yourself. Um, Script it out. Think about your wording. Think about the way you're 
the way in which you're going to get that message to the person and be aware of like how comfortable you are with whatever the honesty level it is. And also understand that you need to be okay with whatever the way the person reacts. I think that's also part of being honest. Like you have to just understand ahead of time, like whatever way this person reacts is going to be okay because they're entitled to that feeling of this honesty, whatever I'm being honest about. And I should not let myself be the person that is feeling away about it because, you know, they are allowed to receive it however and they are allowed to feel however about it. So this was your girl Arvi Hart with Matters of the Heart and we're going to jump right back into our discussion. Once again, Miss Hart with the good words of wisdom. Yes, you already know. Thank you, ma'am. Yes. I'm going to be using that. Um, Have you ever been held somebody keep a secret from you or have you ever kept a secret from someone? Yeah, I've had both ends. Mm-hmm. Um... Are you going to tell us the secrets? I mean, you y'all said- already know about Carter. So oh, that was a really the big good secret. brother. That was, I think for me, I wasn't even, I think that was more like, damn, I really didn't see it coming type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so upset in that situation. And then even recently with the nigga that I was just recently communicating with, with his secret, I wasn't even mad at the secret because we wasn't on that type of time for me to be mad at it. Mm-hmm. I was just more so like that wasn't necessary for you to keep it, but he might have felt like it was. So I was like, you could have just told me that we're not like in that space for you to, you know, keep. Like, it's not like I was your wife or your girl for you to lie about mm-hmm. fucking a bunch of other bitches. You could have just kept it 100 yeah. and then we would have just been using condoms yeah. in that bitch. Um, so, and I'm trying to, you know, I've lied. I've told little lies, you know. Or kept secrets, um, you know, from people because I felt like it wasn't none of their business. So, mm. and that's my personal business. And I was doing everything in my power for that particular thing not to, like, affect them or whatever the case is. So, it wasn't like I was out here moving with, like, ill intent or nothing like that. Mm. But, you know, at the end of the day, if that person were to find out, I don't know if, how they would feel about it. Or they would think that was me being, like, deceitful or mm. whatever. The case was, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So, you know, and I still have secrets, you know, and certain secrets. Like, I have, like, a journal and stuff, and I write, like, a lot of my thoughts, but I never write any secrets or anything that I've done in them that I wouldn't want somebody to know because if they found it, then they can read it. Okay. Them secrets are locked and sealed in the back yes. of my brain. You won't catch them unless I'm, like, 80 with dementia. Um, I guess for me... Um, any secrets I've told or haven't told or shared? Um, I'm trying to think of a good secret on my behalf. Um, <clears throat> okay, y'all don't judge me, and I hope my mother never listens to this. When I was in middle school, I was really, really mad at my mom. Like she just pissed me the hell off, and I was so frustrated. And my mom had this Impala that she cherished. It was a 1995 Impala. Yes, I did. And she was trying to figure out who did it. She went in the back. She said, somebody keep my Impala. My mom was crying. I had never told anybody that story until today. So, mother, I'm sorry. So, well, she had to go get it fixed and everything? Yeah, she got it painted and everything. It probably cost her a lot of money, didn't it? It definitely did because it's, like, considered an antique car. And I felt so bad. I felt so, so bad. That's hilarious. I was like, I was mad though, but that wasn't right. I, yeah, I've grown. Yeah, because that's another thing too. When people do your way, and you want to seek the revenge and stuff. 
you know and it's so funny because when I was going through this whole scare with the situation and I was like telling my friend Didi and I said if this nigga gave me something wild his life is going to get <laughs> fucked up because now I have nothing to lose <laughs> I said we're gonna. I said I'm gonna fucking shit up. I'm gonna fucking set his whole entire apartment on fire. <laughs> so he's lucky that I'm chilling because now I don't feel no need to like do nothing because this is like I'm good and that's all I can ask for. But if I had something wild like that, bro, mm. poor him. Just you know what I mean. Just know you was finna die <laughs> in this bitch, and you was we was both both be on action news in the okay, morning. Okay, on snap. Yep. And mm. I don't give because if once you, you know, obviously you can live a healthy life for HIV, but for me, I would have been like, I'm gonna have to lose. That's a hard pill to swallow. I think at first, you like. It's probably very devastating. Yeah. But I think once you learn to live with it and like you find the communities and people who are educated, and mm-hmm. believe it or not, a lot of people are very well educated on it. So, like, that's why I'm saying I wouldn't be closed minded to dating someone with it. I think we would just have to really be on the same page with all the medicines and medicals and 100% mm. open honesty you know if I were because I think you know recently with me doing research on different things and just realizing like and just realizing a lot of things I feel like you know we should be more understanding and of course like some of y'all are like bitch I don't give a fuck I'll be like at the end of the day, I ain't doing it you know what I mean and I'm not saying that like, if I decided to ever date somebody with whatever conditions that it would be easy for me to do it but I would treat them like a person because or try to give them that chance because they deserve that and you know we shouldn't let people's unfortunate circumstances like get in the way of like you know getting to know them or them they could be the fucking one for all you know they just got to a not so great one before they got to you <laughs> okay so, i know that sucks some of y'all soulmates probably got hiv and y'all out here blocking your blessings you know what and i would still love them i think that's just the type of person i am but like you know so what? would you date somebody would i would somebody? if they were honest if they were honest about yeah, it you gotta be honest and like like up front you don't have to tell me the first time we meet or hang out but like oh yeah not the first time maybe yeah. if you're seeing this working towards like something, something serious yeah you have to definitely be honest and i will be open-minded to it you can't just spring it on me while we're in bed like I have hiv yeah you can't do that and that's the thing what i read on websites like you know you can't spring something like that on somebody when you're about to be intimate with them that's something yeah. you need to be like maybe we're out eating mm-hmm. or like walking through the park or some shit not we're about to literally stick my dick in you and like tell you my situation. Mm-hmm. So, and I think me and Dory are very different than a lot of people. We are more willing and open to give people, you know, opportunities that other people might be like, oh, hell no, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely not doing nothing like that. Y'all wilding. Yeah. But I think, you know, if I were to have HIV, I would want somebody else to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? She's not that thing. Right. Or even if it wasn't HIV, something else. Like, Maybe, you know, I'm in a, a wheelchair or I have a right. severe disability. Like, I would date somebody in a wheelchair. I would, too. You know how easy riding would be? I know. I'll never get tired. Right. <laughs> or, like, I can just sit on their face like, what? Goodness Like, y'all really sleeping on people because of little dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So, I would definitely date a person with a disability, you know? I would. Now, could you yeah. date a person with Tourette's? If it maybe was like mild Tourette's, I don't think I could really handle like the constantly calling me like a bitch or like punching me or something like that. I like, would be scared. <laughs> I would. Like, oh and that's another thing too. Like me and her might be open to some things, but some other things I'm like, you know, that might not 
be something I am willing open to. I, I know my limits with certain stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I would be scared. I definitely would be like, especially if we sleep and you yelling. Mm-hmm. Certain things would scare me, but I wouldn't knock it off my bucket list. I definitely would try it. Yeah, I would definitely give decent people chances when the opportunity mm. arose. What things would you just be like? Mm-mm, I can't chance it. Like I can't do it. Hmm. Um, I'm not really into midgets like that. Really? Yeah. Give little midget Max some love. No, and I was just watching I Love New York earlier, too. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm not really... People are like, but you out here about to date a midget. Right. Um, I just personally... I mean, I could give them a chance, but I, I would like them to at least be my height. I don't know. I don't really want to date a midget. But you never know. I've really started digging a midget. Like, I've started liking so many different types of people that I didn't mm-hmm. think I would like, so I'm not going to say I wouldn't, but... If somebody said, hey, would you like to date a midget today? I probably wouldn't be like, yes, let's date a midget. You know what I mean? So, it's really nothing, like, off the table for me. You know, as long as I have all the facts and I've done my own research about whatever Mm -hmm. your situation is, you know, we can move forward that way. That's true. You know what I mean? It's really nothing off the table. I'm pretty open as long as, you know, I know the information. And I think that's a lot. That's another thing, too, I think what keeps people from being honest with people and also being scared when someone's honest with them because they don't know all the information about certain things, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, you know? Um, So, you know, I think the intention is really important. Why did somebody kept it from you? I don't know. I'm living by this thing with do nothing without intention. Like, just no bad intention, no good intention is what it is. I don't know. It's been working so far. Yeah, I mean, but people always have a... A reason behind like why they are doing or not doing something mm-hmm. so you know i just like to take that in consideration because mm-hmm. like you know i might feel like damn you should have told me or you shouldn't have lied but they could have literally been scared they could have literally really not wanted to lose me or really just you know it could be so many different reasons versus like oh i just did this shit Because I don't give a fuck and I'm just careless as fuck. I think, like, even when you're scared, you have to be mindful of being selfish. Yeah, that's true. So, that's the only thing you got to be careful. It's like, I'm scared to tell this person, but I know it's the right thing and I have to do it. So, I don't want to put my selfish tendencies before this person. But, um, we're going to jump into my segment, y'all. See what Big Daddy's thinking about. Yeah. Yo, yo, it's Dorian Black, a.k.a. Big Daddy, and this is Talking With Big Daddy, where basically I just share my inner thoughts and, you know, the podcast and music I'm listening to. So, yeah. Um, you know, with this episode being about secrets and, you know, lying and all that good stuff, I've really been thinking about, you know, the word privacy. So, like, you know, I think in the time and era we're living in everything is so accessible such as like you know social media you know we connect to we can connect to any and everybody the the way we want you know we have freaking google for crying out loud so everything especially information is just so accessible and i think sometimes we forget like the pleasure and the treasurable moments we have with just having that intimate space of privacy like you know not everything is for everybody you know not everything is meant to be shared you know 
sometimes we get caught up in this world we're always ready to you know release information and release how we feel and everything but it's not meant for everybody and vice versa sometimes people like especially celebrities like you know we're always trying to pry into their life and get the latest scoop on everything but you know they deserve their privacy as well so you know the key word for me right now is privacy i don't consider myself a private person you know on the podcast i talk about literally everything that's going on in my life and you know i don't consider myself a private person but i definitely cherish my private moments whether it's just you know me writing in a journal or me just sitting in the quiet just collecting my thoughts or whether it's just me just doing shit that I like to do especially when it comes to like you know certain things that's going on with you know me and my feelings and my emotions you know I express those that to certain people who I know are trustworthy I don't really like to express it to any and everybody because it's not for anybody it's none of y'all business so yeah that's kind of my inner thoughts that I've been thinking about lately and yeah uh as for the latest music I haven't been listening to nothing, no major. I can't, I don't really have no tea for you guys. I haven't been listening to anything major. I really have been listening to some, like, Party Next Door because, you know, he's said to be releasing a new uh, project, you know? So I'm excited for that. It's supposed to be dropping, you know, next Friday on the 22nd. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Drake has finally released one of his major mainstream artists out of the fucking dungeon and i'm ready to hear the new music you know party next door is one of my favorite artists you know he's the greatest songwriter of all time so i can't wait for the fire you know we got a sneak peek on you know summer walker's album and i'm ready so yeah these are just big daddy's thoughts we're gonna hop right back into the discussion so yeah Alright y'all, this was a nice episode about lies and secrets. Uh-huh. And you know, we would love to get y'all feedback. Tell us what y'all think about holding secrets, keeping secrets. Have you ever lied to somebody? Have you ever kept a secret? Mm-hmm. And what are your preferences? Do you date midgets? Do you date people with Tourette's? Do you date people who have STDs? Yeah. So let us know because, you know, the world is changing. It really is. And you can't let things like that really get in the way mm-hmm. of dating people. And then I feel like if we were more, at least, like, and, like, this is the thing, too. Like, even if you're not necessarily open to dating a midget or a person with Tourette's or a person with HIV, if you were at least were kind mm. in your response, that would make a lot more people feel like they could be honest. Because yeah. I think that's where the, the <laughs> seat in certain situations come is, like, the person being so... Uh, yeah. when they find out this information instead of if people knew like if I tell this person they're gonna just either nicely tell me no mm-hmm. nicely tell me yes not possibly beat my ass possibly you know mm-hmm. try to fuck my life up you know and I feel like so much yeah. more people would be like this is my situation here we go yeah. you know and I think that's why I just keep so many of the trans brothers and sisters in my heart and I pray for them because it's scary to try to live your truth and mm-hmm. because people don't understand it and when you have to inform them or if you don't inform them that's the case is losing your life so I, yeah just be kind and be open to mm-hmm. you know people's different situations because people are going through different things and that's exactly. the only thing we can do because we all get our turn yeah okay. we really do so when you are responding to someone telling you something 
just respond in a way that you want someone to respond to you in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we will see y'all next week. We promise. Yeah. We on a roll. We're gonna keep it this way. Yes. So yeah. See ya. Peace. Peace.